You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Mariah and friends. Minimize the fear. Expand your awareness. Hello, all you sexy souls, and welcome back. It's Mariah here, and I have another fun friend, Michael. Hello. How's it going? (laughs) Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for... uh let me convince you to come on. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, when you first started messaging me, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, I didn't even, well, because when you message me through the podcast, I can't click on your profile to see if we have like friends in common oh, because yeah. it's through the podcast, not my personal page. And so I was like, I don't even know who this is. And so that's why I was kind of like almost interrogating you. I was like, tell me more. What are you saying? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but just because I you know, obviously want quality guests. I want quality content and things like that. And so that was something that I was like, I feel like such a dick now. I was so mean at first, but I was like, who the fuck is this person? But then after you were like, hey, I know this person. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're part of the circle. You're good. Come on. Part of the circle, yeah. <laughs> no, you're an investigating person, so it's okay. I, <laughs> we have we have had a lot of people contact us to try to get uh, interview or not interviews, but auditions for porn. Yeah, so. yeah, we've had a few different, you know, things that it's... It's it, not what this is? Oh, shit. No. <laughs> uh, took my Cialis, too. <laughs> what would we title this porn? <laughs> what would we title? Now I need, I need like, a title. Eminem. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Salty Sex Cast. I was going to try to think of, like, Murder Shack Studios, oh. you know, oh. something like that, but I don't know. The Chainsaw Assacre. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. There we go. There okay. we go. Yeah, because I mean, we're out here in, in the the fun boonies. Um, we have some goats. As soon as you pull up, you know, and you're like, okay, this is fun. Yeah, they're special. <laughs> special. Anyway, um, so human design. Yeah, I'm gonna jump right into it. Okay, let's do it. Because I have questions, and um, it's fascinating too. So I have a feeling we're gonna be hanging out in the meat of that content a lot okay so first time i even heard of it i was like cool human design that's such a broad term it could look like anything right um but then you more you went into it i was like okay some of these things are clicking and i can see a lot of overlap and other theories and ways people approach um some of those harder you know concepts that aren't quite tangible yeah. that you can't quite measure or put your finger on, right? So we use a lot of different theories and approaches to explain the phenomena that happens internally, externally, how we contact people, how we interact with others and ourselves, right? Yeah. So now that I've been super broad and can hone us in on what human design is. It's uh, it's a, it's your own personal roadmap kind of or instruction maintenance manual for those who are mechanically inclined i guess but it's just a manual of who you are as yourself it explains why you do what you do uh, why you think the way you think talk the way you talk uh, why you are maybe an emotional basket case or maybe why you have so much confidence or why you don't have any confidence or why you're always stressed out or uh, just things like that It, it just kind of explains to you why you are where you are and it explains your conscious and subconscious reactions to certain things in life so i like that part too because how hard is it for us to tap in and and our build our self-awareness so that subconscious you know is subconscious typically right out of sight out of mind we're not really well it's in our mind all the time but horrible way to describe it 
but it's one that people don't really think of, you know, and try to bring into things to make sense, to connect the dots, to um, make sense of their world, really. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your start of this journey with human design. All right. Well, so I've been I've been seeing a life coach for off and on throughout the last year and a half or so, and and she would give me a lot of instructions and things to do, and they would it wouldn't last very long. It's like a week later, I'm back to where I was before, and I never quite understood things, and I just and I just the I was never I wasn't living my authentic life, and the more I stopped living my authentic life, I just kept get building into more turmoil. And, and I got to the point where I didn't want to live with myself anymore. Mm. I, I was dark and I didn't want to carry on. And so she brought this to me and showed me my human design. And it was within seconds of her telling me my whole entire life just clicked. I was, everything made sense of why I talk the way I talk, why I, why I react to different things, why I'm so confused sexually or why I was confused mentally, why, and it just made sense as to my, my wife, why she does the things she does too. And I had, I wanted to go home. I wanted to just live life and I wanted to just share it with everybody. I, it was just, it was a magical moment for me. And, and when I bring it to people, I mean, it's, not new, but it's new for me, and a lot of people have brought it to, and they, they all say, "Yes, that is me. That that explains who I am, and that makes so much sense why I do what I do." Brought it to my mom. It's helped save some of her relationships that she's been into. So, and and it's helped in relationship with her her own kids. So it's and it doesn't even have to be intimate relationships. It can no. be any type of interaction with others, and you know we're we're social creatures. Yeah. So how we can connect with others is really, really important. But what really connected with you and where you've taken it the most is that sexual side of a person. Yeah, that was that was where I made the most connection uh, because I come from a non-monogamous type uh, lifestyle. So uh, and that a lot of it made sense to me and then some of it did not make sense to me at all. And my partner and she had a different version of non-monogamy than I did and Mm. I was not making any connections there I could not understand it I tried really hard and I I was lost and so now I have a lot more understanding a lot more compersion towards all that so it's it's just it's changed a lot of me on the inside and I I'm so much more calm ish (laughs) (laughs) well you can probably be in tune to what's going on internally and why you're reacting to things making more sense and not having just this strong feeling and nothing to do with it right yeah and so for those who haven't really listened to our polyamory um, episodes or anything about that um, let's kind of go into compersion just really quick before we get lost in new words right so oh yeah (laughs) no you're totally fine uh so compersion is the happiness you get and correct me if you have a different definition of when you see your partner happy with someone else yeah and i just kind of associate it with i can just no matter i i can be happy when she's happy even just in life no matter whether it's through a relationship or not so she's just happy and Mm. i can 
I can understand why she's happy now. So that's cool. That's really cool. I'm looking at her over there. Being <laughs> she's a creep. Here. I'm so, I was being a creep. I'm sorry. Not you. She's keeping me in check. Make sure I don't get out of line. <laughs> she has signs like, no, no, we don't share that story. No, I'm just kidding. But that's, that's really incredible that you were able to tap into something that made so many things strongly connect, not just, oh, okay, I can kind of see some of that and I can see some of that and I'm going to leave the rest. It was something that you fully have been able to open up that you've learned it and now you're sharing it with others. Yeah. And I've been able to just hold on to it. Like I said, with my life coach, it's like it would be gone in a week. And some conversations I'd have with my wife is that we like, we'd have a strong connection. We'd talk through it. We thought we made sense. And then a little bit while later, it's all gone back to the way it was before. And it's like, it's like that rubber band, yeah. you know, you can stretch it and you think you're good, but as soon as it let go, it's back to yeah. this kind of, and I'm not saying there's no, there's none, no fallback or, you know, but there's more growth direction than there is uh, destruction of relationships. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. At least in my opinion, she might be shaking her head no or something, but <laughs> <laughs> So for yourself, you found a lot of benefit, been able to share it with others, um, and where you gave me my human design yeah. map, is what, is, what do we call map, it? Map, chart, yeah. Chart, Whatever. chart, that's it. Okay, yeah. words. Um, <laughs> so you started to go through and explain a few things, and then I was like giggling, I'm like, oh, yep, yep, uh-huh, and then it was like, oh, that's really true. There was quite a few things that I really, really connected with, Um and then other things I, you know, probably just hadn't been able to put my finger on. So I thought it was really interesting where, um, and I'm going to try to explain it and then you correct me. Okay. Where uh, you have these connections, areas, and um, they're either open or closed. Yeah. And so the close is where you're kind of more like, this is how I am. Um, I, I Right? Yeah. Defined. Defined. Yeah. There we go. And even with outside interference, I'm probably not going to change too much of this. But if I have an open area, undefined, uh-huh. um, I'm a little bit more influenced by outside things. I'm more aware. I I can probably grow and change in that area a little bit more. Um, you know, like flow in and out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not that we're wishy-washy creatures, but it's more of, hey, I have an opportunity to see more. But there's other places that, I mean, and can you imagine if every area was open, undefined? That'd <laughs> be scary. Are. That's scary. Yeah. I, I mean, not scary. I'm sure they're probably fine in it because that's that person. But for me, I need some consist- consistency somewhere. Yeah. So I find comfort in the things that I'm close to or, or defined on because I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, like, something to latch on to. It's an anchor. Yeah. yeah. Tried and true, or, you know, trusty, handy dandy, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then there's, so... That was my shitty description. Tell me how I did. You Correct did pretty, me. No, you did pretty good. Uh, yeah, we, we have areas, and I, I'm pointing at me as like, it's my body. So we have areas throughout our whole body uh, because from what I've been learning is that as much as our mind is a part of our life, it's not in control of us. Our mind is more of a, a memory uh, recall type mm. thing. So it's... Uh, and mind misfires quite often. <laughs> well, it's like... Um, we, we were reading the book one time, like the mem- our, our mind is there to remind us that this is very similar to what's happened in your past. Be cautious of it type thing, you know, mm. that it's not actually what's going on. So 
it shows that if we listen to if we listen to what our body's reacting to versus our mind, then we are uh, going along the right path, I guess. So right, yeah, one of those momentary blocks there, <laughs> my my brain. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I'm like recall that I don't do well. I mean, I uh, one of the classes I took in my undergrad was mind body connection. And it was the whole reason I changed my entire career trajectory. Anomic aphasia. No, no, that one I knew the word. I just couldn't say it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. (laughs) But I'm looking straight at you. I'm like, Brady, Brady, jump in. Anyway, um, where I I completely changed things because that made a lot of sense. The mind-body connection, you know, where I can control a lot of my feelings and thoughts and being in tune. And knowing that they're, um, I'm not, um, like this, my brain isn't like driving everything, right? It's yeah. not like a remote uh, control type thing that's just, and I'm, my body's just moving because my brain says, I mean, technically, but there's more connection than that. Yeah. And that's, that's what I, that's, that's helped me out a lot because I, I was always in my own head. And mm-hmm. so realizing that, all right, the feeling I'm feeling is not, is, is true versus what my thoughts are. So, you know, the yeah. story I'm saying inside my brain is not really what's happening. So we feel it. We feel it when, you know, our throat gets tight or our stomach, right? Like, yeah. you know, these sensations are typically there for a reason. So now kind of somewhat getting everyone acclimated to what this is because it is it's hard to be tangible some people probably roll their eyes when you're explaining it i'm sure it can sound woo it can sound like out of this well that's crazy what i would do gotta do some hocus pocus stuff too you're the only person in my life i've ever heard use woo in the way that i understand it and that makes me so happy (laughs) (laughs) um so sexuality yes tell me how that really connected with that area Okay, so in in the human design, it, so well in my own personal life, I always thought love, sex, and romance was all the same. Mm. And in the human design, it separates it, showing that they are completely different. Like there's a place called your G center. That's all about your love, direction, and life, and your identity. And so that's and then there's a section about romance, and then there's a section about uh, passion. You know, mm-hmm. there's so it's all, it's all just separated differently, and they're not the same. You can be, you can have passion and romance with somebody, but not necessarily have a defined love for them. Mm, so interesting. And so it made a lot more sense to me. So that well, and it that probably where I was always so, I'm a cold-hearted bitch, <laughs> right? And and we finally, you know, after podcasts and guests and taking other questionnaires and so i was like oh i'm a romantic i don't need romance but now i'm kind of curious what the human design says about that area for me yeah i is it just a defined spot where i'm like done (laughs) no one bother me on it (laughs) so like within within the human design it's like there is the basic overview we're talking about and then Mm -hmm. it breaks down into like further things so you might be say open in one area but you have some defined things about you in that area that so you may not if i'm talking about well an open person would do would be 
uh, open to this or that. A but you you like well I don't agree with that. Well, it's probably because somewhere in your chart it's showing that you have a defined way of in that situation in your life. So mm. I do have a little note here. Let me grab real quick. It'll help you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, we were gonna, we left some things that we were gonna talk about for my chart. Yeah, for the podcast, because it'd so be fun. My old days are just kicking in right here. All right, I'm gonna use my phone. It's on there. It's more clear. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to edit well, this portion. <laughs> you're totally fine. And commercial break. The podcast was brought to you by Patreon.com forward slash Salty Sexcast. Find Please. us uh, find us by typing it directly in. Don't use the search bar because it's adult content. Yeah. And don't forget Murder Shack Studios at gmail.com. Yeah. Brady's renting out the studio. <laughs> He's got it all nice and purdy. I've got a whole nother podcast getting ready. Yeah. I got this beautiful sign. I didn't get like wonderful sign right here, just so everyone knows, because um I had to claim the whole studio for me, but then we're gonna put it where you can move it. So I guess I'll share. I'll make it work for you. <laughs> it's okay. I just wish you wouldn't show up with it right when we need to start recording and be like, here's a construction project. <laughs> do what I say. <laughs> I do. Hi, thanks. All right. Sorry, was that enough time for you? Did it, you it, was per- it was perfect. It's so hard so. to read anything because the lights are a little bright. So you're like, oh, yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> and so there's uh, the, the term called the solar plexus that deals with like romance and things like that. You are open in that. So which means that you would... Uh, that's also deals with a lot of emotions too. So you, you mm-hmm. would feel people's emotions. You, but as far as romance, there is a, there is something in your chart, uh, that actually indicates, uh, romance for you. And it, mm. and it shows that you are a romantic person. It actually, it's, it's right here. <laughs> it's right here. It's yeah, right here. It's, it's, it's lies. I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. It basically shows that you have, you have more, you're more defined in needing some type of romanticism. Uh, so some people might, it might mm. say that they, they are against romance and there's, so you may share the same definition as somebody, but they're like, no, I definitely do not like romance. So, so maybe so, it's my definition of what I think romance is. Could be. It's just whatever you identify as romance, that's what you, you like or want romance. Some people are like, no, I don't want it. They're defined in the opposite of you, even though they share the exact same definition in their chart. So that's so interesting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so um, for other people that you've seen, how would that look differently? As far as uh, like their solar plexus oh, okay. and romance and things, just so we're, we'll stay here for a minute with okay. that. So say someone that's defined in their solar plexus, like they, they have a, they know they have a very fixed way of dealing with their emotions. Like they, mm. they have an emotional wave. Like they can either be from, they can go from calm to pissed off just like that. And there's some people that it takes them time over time to get mad at something. And there's people that they can just be calm and melancholy. They'll have a, a day of happiness, maybe a day of sadness and they're back to being calm. So that's defined that way. It means they, they have, they know how they know their emotional waves are going to go through People like me and you, we're open. We will experience a broad range of that. And it's usually based upon whoever we're around. Whoever is having an emotional day, we're probably feeling their emotion. So, gotcha. and it would go that way far as like. With, I could totally see that. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Well, I'm looking at it right now. So just, I like, 
the image of it as you're explaining it too so that's helpful and so and it's so and it, and it would go that way with romance if you're around somebody that's really romantic you would might identify and say wow i like i like this person's romance you know you you would or maybe i'm getting too much or too much yes <sighs> and you could get a burnout factor from it too if they're too romantic to you okay that explains hmm. more that explains more i just had a little aha moment yeah the pieces fell into place <laughs> right i'm like oh you're choking me (laughs) so so somebody that's open you take whatever here's the woo part energy that's out there in the world Mm -hmm. so whatever energy say between me and you is you're open you are going to just amplify it so if your husband is pouring on his romance you're taking his romance and you're just amplifying it you're feeling it even more than he's presenting it so you might have a Mm. form of rejecting it a little bit because it's just too much for you to handle at that time Mm. that sounds very i connect very much with that sounds like a breakthrough breakthrough. knowing mariah yep um yeah (laughs) it really does because i'm always so uncomfortable when anyone does turn it up even a little bit and i was like oh my gosh that's so weird i don't know what to do (laughs) go away like if i don't look at you you'll disappear right a bathroom break no so so when you're feeling these overwhelming feelings of whatever it's an emotion or the romance or whatever when you feel that just leave the room say oh i gotta go get a drink of water it's downstairs in the kitchen and when you feel that that feeling kind of die off a little bit now you can prepare yourself for that overwhelming romance i have for you and maybe you know you're like all right the petals are on the bed the candles are lit I don't think there's enough. Uh, there's not enough rooms in Mariah's house for that. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I, for pedals on the bed. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, no, it's even that, or or if it, it's even like someone saying "I love you" to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, thanks. Like even that is a lot. And it was funny because I had a friend who who was saying that um, to my daughter. You know, they're really close, and she was like, "Oh, love you," and and my daughter's like, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, you, she's your daughter," and I was like. I should probably model better with like that or compliments, anything like that. I'm just like, thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Like, especially if it's, I mean, just compliment, like someone off the street, like, oh, cute shoes or something, whatever. That's fine. But like, someone's like truly, truly like saying like, your eyes are beautiful or I don't know, something weird. I can't even like pretend to give some, an example of that. No, it's, it's too just, much and I don't know what to do. And I'm just like, oh. so that, so that's kind of like along the lines of like a self-worth type feeling so that's there's your heart area which is open for you as well so it could go both ways like for me i'm open in the heart area i i mean i crave all the i crave the compliments right mm. I, I i live for them you might be somebody you're open you're like no i, I don't want that but it might change just depending on maybe the person or how it's brought to you so yeah like i i like um you know i prefer someone saying you know like I validate your work and the effort you've put into something like that kind of compliment. Holy shit. That'll like make me work so much harder. Right. Okay. But if it's just something that it's, I don't know that I'm either like naturally good at or just was there. I'm just like, cool. Thanks. I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Probably it's the effort. So maybe that's just how I'm taking it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I get, you know, every, everybody handles compliments differently. So, I mean, they do. I, <laughs> I wish it would tell me in there. It might one day if I research it. Maybe I'll read it tomorrow. I'm like, damn. Just connected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh, anyway, so. Um, 
So there's the the romance, the love. Yeah. So the definition of the love area. Yeah. So love, uh, that's just like you know. So there's there's some people that like that if they are open in the area where love, then what they call the G center. If they're open in that, they probably are the type of people that could be in a relationship or don't really doesn't really matter if they're in a relationship but they 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 feel either way on it i mean they probably want one they would they would they the idea of being in a relationship sounds great to them they would look for it but they're also perfectly content without being in one and so someone that's defined they would probably say maybe i want to be in a relationship or i do not want to be in a relationship so define goes either way so I'm defined there. I want to be in a relationship. I need that. I need that consistent love in my life. So that's okay. just, and I I recognize that from the beginning. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need a chart for that one. I, I didn't I did. need a chart. <laughs> that's so okay. So and then there was a third area. Uh yeah, your desires. Desires. Yeah, desires, passion. That so desire also comes around like the solar plexus area too. So there's an area on your chart. Uh, I'm gonna pull it up here. I'll, I'm gonna. So it talks about you have sexual feelings and yearnings, a certain burning for a sexual. Yeah, I'm horny all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know if any of us <laughs> didn't know that one, but okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess you know somebody could probably watch a few of your podcasts the and figure that out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but it's spelled out right here that it says you have a yearning for that, and you, you know, so you would naturally be drawn to somebody that is always has fantasies or mm -hmm. fantasizes about life or things like that. You would because you have a yearning for some type of sexual desire. They. Yeah you would connect with somebody that had uh, fantasies. Interesting. So, I can see that. Yeah. Of course, well, it's in my head. You also have an area in your chart that talks about potential sexual boredom. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm like, oh, yeah, a little bit sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So you, you would be attracted to somebody that would be able to make sex not boring. I did just bring that up to my partner. Not that I'm bored, but I was like, let's mix things up. Let's write a list. Let's do a, a bucket list. And I was like, even if it's positions or something, but I was like, oh, routine is not my thing. It's funny that, the, oh yeah, go ahead. I was just, I was, it's funny that routine's not your thing, but you would also have a spreadsheet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and and like points yeah. and, and things that I can like cross it off. Some sort of a scorecard. Oh yeah. 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 After after action reviews, <laughs> a um, so next nature. time you know do a little bit more of that. You scored okay over here. <laughs> oh, that makes someone feel Sound so like bad. Like a sportscaster. Oh, oh my gosh! How funny is that? You should film yourself and then narrate it as a sportscaster for your own sex life. Do it, Brady. <laughs> I don't think Jamie will let me film that. And just a bit outside. <laughs> Oh, I feel uh, like this needs to happen. Oh my God, <laughs> knock it off. You got one, one button. You already pushed it. You're done. Uh, so the good thing about that is what the boredom is, is 
it's not your partner's fault. It's not anything he's no. doing wrong. It's just something inside of you that you need change. You need, and that's one of those connections that might could help him out and saying, God, well, what am I doing wrong? I, I'm, you know, why, why am I boring? It's like, no, you're not boring. Not it's just natural for me to need a change up. Mm-hmm. I need a new toy. I need something else introduced today. You know, whether it's a pink flower hanging above the day, I don't know. Whatever, no, don't. whatever your your kink is, I it's don't not know. That. <laughs> it's not that. It's <laughs> not flowers. So. Well, it's, I've noticed even myself, like, during our intimate times, I'm, like, making jokes and giggling. And I was like, that's me, like, trying to change things instead of offering something and making jokes and shit, and which I'm sure not, is not very fun. No one wants to fuck a comedian, right? So. Uh-oh. It depends. Uh-oh, what? <laughs> Well, I like to think I'm pretty funny. <laughs> so uh, so I'll, I'll turn the attention on me just a little bit. Yeah. So so one of my sexual things on my chart is attentiveness uh, and uh, being attentive in, in bed or in a sexual situation. I pay a lot of attention to the person I'm with. So... That gives you energy to be able to provide something with that for them. Kind of, you know, like you hear the giver and receiver. I'm guessing attentive is not more that you're like, I have to give you everything, but I am aware of what you're wanting or needing in yeah. this scenario, right? Attentive. Attentive, reading the body language, things like that. That was good. That was bad. Oh, I oh. should give them a little bit more of that one. So people can't fake it around you. No, they, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's true, because I, I am very aware of, of, all right, what's going on? And it's like, and of course, you know, being open, I it, I personalize everything. I take it, it's mm. all my fault. Oh, that's so, hard to walk around with. It is. So, and so I deal with that, so I, I can shut down during sex thinking it's, it's something I did wrong. And it's not, it's something that she's probably just going through and something is she wasn't able to shake it off before oh, we started everything having, the yeah. fucking grocery list and i'm like oh shit i'm sorry like now i'm thinking about the stupid groceries and yeah. not here right now so you being aware and arming yourself with that knowledge how has that changed improved or anything for you uh it's it's, it's helped out quite a bit i i still internalize it but mm -hmm. but i can get past it faster I, I'm, I'm able to have a little bit more understanding. I'm getting, I'm getting to those points faster when I sense that there's something going on physically, mentally, or whatever with my partner that, and, and I, I try to just express, I'm like, it's okay. We don't need to keep doing this. I, but there, you know, there are times I still take it personally, especially when I'm, you know, having a, a mental or emotional overload myself. So, and having an overload yourself yeah I, so i'll have a i can have a an emotional overload myself and then you know feeling her emotions i'm just amplifying it all and then i will just take it in personally so it because i but knowing that's the the thing i don't have the I, it doesn't last for hours or days like it like it could have or has and just drain you deplete you yeah. and worry about it you're just kind of like okay yeah. i can be in this moment i can call it out yeah. i can move forward so um something you called me was 
amplifier, right? Yeah, you, you amplify it. Yeah. Okay. So in so every open spot in your design is you amplify it back to somebody. So if you're having an argument with your spouse and that that anger's in the air, or that bitterness or whatever's in the air, you're amplifying it back, and so mm. yeah, they're they're going to feel that you're even more pissed off than. Do you feel that, Brady? When you're honorary and I'm even honorary or back Sounds to you. Sounds appropriate, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like you're you're definitely open with people. If you're disappointed in something, you're very straightforward, blunt. <sighs> Don't want to waste time beating around the bush. It doesn't yeah. really help anybody. Obviously, if I'm trying to save feelings, you know, I try to say things, but sometimes it's just easier to get it out in the open and then move forward, right? Sure, so, certainly. Um. So other clients that you've worked with, any stories that, you know, obviously protecting their identity, yeah. um, but things that really connected with them. So some the boundaries, some mm. people have had boundary issues and, and usually when you talk to them about their boundaries, it's usually somewhere it's in their open area because when we're open, we are, we are experimenting all the time. We we have to discover our own boundary. Our, so if we're defined in something, we I like to use this cliff analogy type thing of, of fear. So if we're defined and we know we're not going to go near that cliff, we're not even going to go within 10 feet of that cliff because we could fall off. Someone that's open, we're like, I'm going to see how close I can get to that. Push it. Ah. We have to learn our own limit before we back away from the edge of the cliff. All right, two inches from the edge was too much for me. Next time it's going to be three inches away, you know, so. Someone can't tell us. Yeah, we. We have to experience that. Yeah, so you may have a partner that tells you this is a sexual boundary for me, kind of a deal breaker, and you want to honor that. You want to do your best, but you don't identify with it because they identify with it, maybe because they experience it and they never want to live it again. And But it's going to be more challenging for you because you don't understand the boundary. Okay. So it's going to be harder for you to set the boundary. And so it's one of those communication moments is like, I'm going to do my best to be around that boundary until I learn my lesson. And when you learn that lesson, yeah, you can get back on page, but it's, it can be a challenging thing. So yeah, some people I've dealt with, they said that they're having boundary issues. So, and so trying to explain to them that that's, that's normal. You will have boundary issues. You just have, it's going, you just have to take your time to get through that, to figure out, is it a boundary for you? And you, but you also can honor your partner and try to respect that boundary that they put in place yeah. or rule, but it's, but it all comes down to the human design comes down to living authentically. And there's signs for each type of person. If you're not living authentically, like you are a generator, you, when you're not living authentically, you would feel frustration you feel frustrated. And when you're living an authentic life, you have a lot of satisfaction. So that those are ways of determining whether you are living an authentic life. I am a different type personality. I, if I'm not living authentically, it's bitterness and it comes on pretty quick. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like, a, it's like someone turn on the light switch. I am bitter either at that person or at myself. So, really? But when I know I'm living authentically, I feel a life of success. So, so generator, generator, what are some other, so there's a manifester, generator, projector, and reflector. 
And so the generator has two categories. So they would break that down into a manifesting generator. They're kind of a hybrid between a manifester and a generator. So, so for me being a generator, yeah, I know when I'm not living authentically because I get frustrated. Frustrated, yeah. That's very true. So anybody... <laughs> Brady's like, yep, <laughs> yep. When we were doing an episode once a week, <laughs> that took a lot of energy and, and you know, I got frustrated. Yeah. So It's a lot of hard work. It is, it is. Yeah. So... Um, Most frustrations would come from your open areas because mm-hmm. those are harder to regulate because you're still learning, you're still experimenting. Those are going to be open areas. They, they call that, so when you're not living yourself, it's called your not-self theme. And so there's some key things in there, like am I doing this for attention or am I, or am I focusing on somebody else's problems? Mm. Those, so, oh, so a lot. Those are yeah. like some not-self questions that you would ask yourself. Am I worried about their question or is it really my question I'm worried about? So Interesting. So, um, tell me with being a generator and one of my open areas, what's something I could maybe watch out for? All right. Uh, oh. I, I, I want to no, walk away with something to kind of start focusing on. Not too much because I'm, I'm doing plenty, but... Okay. <laughs> Uh, so as a, as a generator, that, what that means is that you have the ability, you produce energy with inside yourself. It's just natural. You will, Cause I'm better than everyone else. Okay. Exactly. I just want to make sure everyone knew that. I'm just so, so <laughs> 70% of the population are generators. Oh, well, damn it. Don't make me feel special or anything. <laughs> but it is very special. It is a very special thing. So, uh, <sighs> because within your chart makes you completely different. So. Like, yeah, I know so I'm they, unique. Cool, cool, cool. I have fingerprints. Yeah. That's fine. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was super extra special, but that's okay. So something in your chart as a generator that for frustration. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Grady, okay. at least mute yourself if you're gonna sit there and giggle. <laughs> God. Yeah. So this could be challenging for you as somebody as running a podcast or uh so are you trying to answer everybody else's questions? Probably a little bit. You you might go home and still try to answer everybody's questions, and you you get caught up in that, and you you would probably maybe find some frustration that you either can't answer their question or you're just more worried about what's going on in their thoughts or their mind than versus what's going on in your own. Think about when we cut back episodes. Yeah, and oh, I was like, dude, this is so for your mental health. And you're like, I can't do it. I'm going to hurt all the people. That was really hard because I wanted to give them more content. I wanted mm-hmm. to give them more answers that, you know, hey, we have new guests, really, really fascinating, you know, different perspectives of sexuality. It would have been awesome. And so to cut that back, was it's hard. It's still hard. Um, what did I say to you? I'm, I have to give to myself before I can give to yeah. others. You got to be healthy before you can help everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Brady, so, for taking care of me. Yeah. So just, I'm just listening to the, and so you guys probably, I don't know anything about Brady, but he is probably, so what the question I gave you was for something that's open in the, the mind head area. Mm-hmm. And so my guess is if it's that Brady is more defined. He has a very fixed way of thinking. He's probably, He's probably just, this is how things go. This is how it is. That's probably just kind of how he thinks. Mm-hmm. And so he's probably, 
he probably can help you out in that way saying that's not important let's let's focus back in type thing so and that kind of brings to a natural attraction type things if you wanted to go there or no or you can keep going towards your generator so gotcha <laughs> Who's running the show here? Who's running the show? Let's <laughs> oh, it's Mariah. There's okay. no doubt about that. Mariah <laughs> runs the I'm show kidding. here. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but you make it go round, so. Well, I help with certain things, and then you just, you. I think you needed, in that moment, you needed to be reassured that, like, you were doing a good thing, but you couldn't, con- like, if, if you hadn't pulled back, it would have just, it would have burned out. Mm-hmm. You would have, eventually, you'd have been like, fuck this, and took a, a much larger break than yeah. would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and ones that frustration builds over time is when you just start shutting down. You start internalizing things. Depression kicks in. Anxiety starts kicking in. Headaches. Or just aggression. Or aggression. Yeah, yeah I was like, I don't know if I can handle the, or like relate to the others, but. But the stuff was, I mean, it was like, it was affecting the show. Yeah, I get you snappy. Know, yeah, we were mm. all kind of on edge and we were trying really hard to continue to do it. And now we're going for quality, mm-hmm. not quantity. Yeah. So. so then you said attraction you're attracted to others that so if you have a undefined area and they have defined usually that's because they can kind of anchor you a little bit right yeah so we're you be naturally attracted to somebody that's defined in an area because ultimately i mean i like being open to emotions I wish I knew exactly how my emotional wave was going to go. I wish I knew I was going to have an explosion and then just be fine or that I was going to be melancholy, but I can't. So when I'm around somebody that's that way, I'm like, how do you do that? It's so awesome. And then they, but they don't like that either. They want to feel open. So it's a. My clothes are open in that area. I can't remember. You're open. It's the solar plexus. So your, your emotions would be all over the place ish. I think I've just had to learn a little bit more of, you know, but I am aware that I feel things heavily. Yeah. And so I've worked on that. And someone like me that's never, ever worked on it. Now I'm taking the time to work on it. It makes gotcha. it. Yeah. I, I have this desire now to, I want, I want to fix pattern. I want to know that I'm going to be okay at the end of all this. Mm-hmm. So. That's cool. Um, so attraction for that. Um, but. Tell me how this has maybe led to non-monogamy for some. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so like your your open centers, you may be a, you may have an attraction to that, but that might not be like the driving factor that attracts you to somebody. And it's not sometimes the attraction is not necessarily physical, or a, it's just a something that you there's something you just like about that person. You want to hang out with them. You you feel comfortable around them. You yeah. know so. So sometimes the attraction isn't always that way, but sometimes the attraction is a a sexual attraction, and it's and so in the chart they have things called channels and gates, and so yeah. so a gate is basically one side of the channel. So if you had a a gate that was defined, and somebody else had the other side defined that you were open, and you would be naturally attracted to them. Because they are the yin to your yang in that, and you would have that attraction. So it kind of goes along the lines of when people say not everyone can meet all your needs. It mm-hmm. shows that your partner might meet the most important need that you have, 
But there's those moments that you're hanging out with somebody and they are fulfilling that need that your partner doesn't fulfill. So that could be a very good possibility why polyamory or non-monogamy connects with a lot of people, you know. Because they're looking for that in those areas where um, a lot of times it is typically, or society says, you only have one person that needs to fill this many areas. Sure, you can have some friends and other things and colleagues that can probably fill in a couple other areas. You know, you're, but um, that's a lot to try to find in one person. Yeah, you can get lucky, but you're not going to fulfill all of it. Mm-hmm. And you're always going to. I mean, there's. I mean, there's things in my chart that you connect, and there's things in your chart that you connect with my wife on does that mean you're going to have this physical draw that you guys want to be all with each other no but you would probably have great conversation great friendship because you complete each other in that area and you just would just be two sisters there's something brady completes for me we're project people (laughs) they're they're um we have made this joke for so long that we are so similar in other areas, but I'm now I'm kind of seeing, I wonder if it's just that, that other side. Um, but it was so funny. I had people over a couple of days ago and we were playing a game. I was so excited because I made up this game. I lost fucking sleep on this. It, I was was just, a fun, it was a cool game. I was laying down and I was like, oh, we could play this game and it could look like this. And this is how people get points. And this is how the winner wouldn't blah, blah, blah. Cause we were having like a people over to the house and and our the first people that came by and i was like yeah i'm trying to explain the rules and they were like we don't know what we can do because it was i i even titled it it's called challenge the champion and i thought it was so creative you're supposed to pick something that you feel like you're pretty good at but not amazing that people won't challenge you on right so um like if you're arm wrestling you don't want to be the strongest because no one will challenge you but if you're like i can probably take you in the because if they challenge you and they win, they get your point. If they challenge you and they lose, you get their point. So you want people to challenge you so you can get their points too. Anyway, um, lost sleep on this, trying to think of this game. And then I was trying to explain it to the other people. And I was like, yeah, just pick like a talent or something that, you know, and a party trick that you can do, something kind of funny. Can you catch food in your mouth? I don't know. And they were like, we don't know. And I was like, well, I probably should have brought props or something. That would have been funny. Not 10 minutes later, Brady comes in and I'm trying to explain the game because they all have to write their name and their skill on the board. And Brady's like, I should have brought props. And and we all, the whole room just started laughing. It was so great. So anyway. No, there are things in there that it points it out. Like you, there's somebody that has ideas and, but they just don't know how to get them going. And then there's somebody that completes that, that they take your ideas and they put them to work. Mm. And they, and those usually are like, either either good relationship partners or they're good business partners yeah so it would work if you wanted to interview somebody and you really need that this oh yeah ever so. you're always trying to balance out yeah. you know your your strengths and weaknesses and and your skill set and so it's that's what i really like about this concept is it's not that you have to find those people no. but now that you're aware you know how you work and if you are both open or both defined, you know, it's not like, oh, we're not going to work out. Like if, like the Zodiac signs, like, oh, I shouldn't date you, you know, because you're a Zodiac sign kind of thing. It's not really that. It's more of I'm aware of it. And now I just know I need more energy 
to work on this. I need more energy to, you know, work on my emotional intelligence or, or you know, my, uh, how I react to things or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it gives more focus. Yeah. I, I like it. I like yeah. being able to have just focus on what's going on instead of I am screwed up. What do I do? Yeah. It's I'm not like, me. It's you yeah, or like, it's not you. It's me. Yeah. So now there's sometimes during conversations, I, I say to myself, all right, I know where that's coming from. I know what she's talking about. I, I just start calming down and I, I'm talking like I get mad or bitter fast or something like that. But I guess I just said that earlier, so we shouldn't, <laughs> but it, it just gives me a chance to just be a listener mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, sometimes I don't, I am naturally a fixer, so I like to fix things. So that's very challenging for me. So it's hard. And then uh, you take on their problems as your own and it's your responsibility to make them happy or to solve the problem or whatever it is. I very much relate to that feeling and then feeling frustrated when it doesn't work out. And I'm like, do you not see the effort that I have put in? What the fuck? You know, so that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm, I'm aware, I'm very aware. It's been something I've been working on for years. So. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, this, this design is, I think changed our relationship quite a bit. It's, uh, whether, whether either one of us are fully into it or not, or, you know, don't identify with all of it all the time, it gives us something basic to go back to and have an understanding a little bit. So a language, yeah. uh, you know, I just, okay, I'm understanding this is happening again. Like I said, it's, it's one of those theories or, or, or tangible things that you can go in. I like that it is a visual. So it yeah. has like a, person and you can see these things so you can visually connect with a concept that's usually hard to define you know what it feels like you know what it maybe even looks like in conversation or interaction what now what kind yeah. of thing so that's why i, I really enjoyed it. and i was like oh this is great because i think when we first met on zoom i was like hey, i've got a half an hour go and you were like uh okay let me throw out all this information for you so i'm so sorry again i put you on this no you're good it was tough that's the fastest i've ever gone through this with anybody right this this is my life but so typically how can people find you and and get their human design map chart chart Chart. i knew i was gonna find the word i mean i probably shouldn't say this but you can get your chart on multiple different platforms for free online anywhere you want, but understanding it can be the challenge and maybe coaching you through it all throughout. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. uh, I would have been like, okay, cool. And would have poo pooed it as another, you know, personality test or whatever. uh, So you you can call me directly even at my phone number. I'll give that out. It's 801-668-7486. You can brave man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on there anyway with my, my, my handyman business anyway. So not a plug, <laughs> but so I, it's okay. So yeah, you can call or text, uh, text is preferred cause I can get to it when time's good. Mountain time. Yeah. And I do have a, a, a Facebook page, life coaching, uh, by the human design by Michael Sampson. I may have said that wrong, but I'm on there too. So I can guide you to that if you, if you want to. And I, I'm, I'm putting different things about different, open areas or just different thoughts about who you are and things like that. So I just to kind of give a inspirational thought for you that day. Yeah. So, so people can follow it and they connect, can connect to yeah. it. Um, 
And like any tool, you know, I, I feel like coaching always uses a lot of different types of tools, but now it's how does that apply to me and have somebody help me with the applicable steps? Because it can be overwhelming when you're like, oh no, I'm open in all these areas. I should just stop now kind just, of thing. Just give up. No. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where you come in and really help kind of break it down, help them focus on a priority and um, make sense of it. Yeah. And open is not a bad thing. Yeah. That's where that's where we receive most of our education. I mean, if you're afraid you're open in the head and you might come across as a wishy-washy, always changing your mind thing, Albert Einstein was open in his head. Supposed to be the mo- one of the most intelligent people. That's why he was so he was smart because he was just taking stuff in. He was and open to all to, the learning, yeah. and someone's defined might be like, "No, I trust my my Ooh. way of learning." Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little dramatic, but but yeah. I don't know. There's some people out there like whatever. You yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure they're closed. Defined. Defined. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And so <laughs> their and little you're getting good. Their little shape is is colored in. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what it looks like. You're, you're grasping it. It's awesome. It's yeah. it's cool to to see the excitement when people understand and and it, it fits. So, especially with relationships and strong feelings of love, romance, sexuality, or or desire. Yeah. That's it. The three, right? Yeah. Those can be really confusing and very, very hard when you're not sure what's going on. So those are the ones that you kind of have. And we can add another one in sexuality. It points that out in there as well. So some people are defined in their sexuality. So that's why they may they may have a disagreement with somebody that is LGBTQ mm-hmm. or, or they might have a very good understanding. You know, So sometimes you're defined based upon your conditioning in life. And your condition from birth would be this way. And if you're, if you're defined, it's going to be hard to break that conditioning. Being open, the conditioning is easier to break down because you have, you're like, you're now experimenting it on your own instead of the conditioning you have. So that's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot to, to be thinking about and everything. Michael, what else would you like all of our listeners to walk away with today? Uh, don't be hard on yourself. Just realize that what you're going through is probably normal and natural. And if you can look back in life, you would probably have an attraction to somebody no, all the time. You're always attracted to somebody and it shouldn't be a threat Mm. in life. So. Well, I think that's a, a strong word too. We hear attraction and we're like, oh, immediately that's a romantic or an intimate relationship when really it's like, it's more like magnetized, like pulling in, like yeah. someone is always pulling you in like that person across the room and you're like, I want to know them. And it's funny, whatever you describe, reason, that's how they describe it. it. It is a magnetic pole. Oh yeah. When you get within so many feet of somebody, there's just something about them. You just pull them together. You want to know more. You start talking, you just find excuses to spend time with them, whatever it is. It can probably be so many different reasons. And depending on whatever that, um, uh, balances between the two of you and i'm sure it'll be so i think that's really cool because that makes a lot of sense because there's some people that you just want to be around with around i call them murder pixies <clears throat> tell more tell me more <laughs> have you ever seen gothic tinkerbell no that's, friend oh that's pretty much anyone who's ever seen gothic tinkerbell that's pretty much what all my like crazy pull people look like oh okay yeah. okay yeah they look like yeah you goth- have a you have a type yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. That's awesome. Where can they connect with you? You had your phone number, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so far, that's where I, I'm at. Um, I'm developing website and Instagram stuff like that. Oh, but you know, so much fun. It's yeah. a lot of work. It's a whole other job. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just reach out to me. Uh, we can set up a either an online meeting or meet in person. It's so. So um, local co- local folks preferred or are you open to uh, I I've ran charge for people in Colombia and so and then awesome. and, and just throughout the United States so it's you know okay it's, it's all I'm open <laughs> diversify no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> awesome well you can find us on Facebook Twitter at salty sex cast uh did you say something about an Instagram at one point? Instagram. Okay, everybody, write it down. Oh, yeah. This is really complicated because <sighs> we get shadow banned all the time if you have sex in anything on Instagram. So it's salty.s.e.x.cast. I have to think about it. Yeah, salty sex cast. A little bunch of little periods in between. We're on there. Um, Patreon. We absolutely love our patrons. They get some great content. They get some fun stuff. So that's patreon.com forward slash salty sex cast. And Gmail, if you want to join the conversation, if you have questions, we love questions because usually if somebody has a question, we try to find a guest that can answer really um, a lot better than I can. So that's salty sex cast at gmail.com. And please like, share, subscribe, follow. Do the things and the stuffs, and we love you all. You're not the boss of my body. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Salty Sex Cast. Ready for round two? Find us on Facebook.